Hey guys, welcome back. It's Mia. And it's Daniel. And technically, we're parents. Technically, yes. I, mean, I think so. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, me, oh, my, oh, man, oh, man. Me, me, oh, my, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Me, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Yes. Um, I'll go ahead and kick it off with our tech toy. Yes, give me the five. techie tech of the toy today. A little techie toy. Techie toy. So, um, last week I talked about doing some apples, some of apple's first. Yes, yes, and apple series, a apple series, series of apples. Series of apples. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Would you say it would be a bunch of apple toys? A bushel of apple Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. What is a bunch? What would be like a bunch, a bunch of, of bananas? A bunch of bananas. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a bunch of bananas. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Okay. <sighs> Bushel of apples. Let's go. Bushel of apples. <laughs> um, okay. So, last week I talked about when Apple as a company started. Yes. It was like the night... Night... <laughs> it was like 1980s. 76. 76. Okay, 76. So, um... Now, I also talked about, we also talked about this last time, see if you remember. Okay. When did Apple launch its first iPhone? Ooh. Um, 2007, right? All right. They announced it. Um, they announced the iPhone at a, their uh, keynote, the Apple event or whatever. Yeah. And Steve Jobs was on the stage and talking about it. And he was talking about, like, he started, he started off talking about, like, three, like, revolutionary things, like, pieces of tech or whatever. Okay. It was, like, a phone, a, um, a computer, yeah, oh gosh. And an iPod or something like that. Oh, yes. And he kept saying over and saying that, like, a phone, a computer, or, um, a browser or something. I can't remember exactly everything, but it's like a phone, a computer, and an iPod or something like that. Okay. And he kept saying a phone. It's like, are you getting it? It's not three separate things. It's one device. Um, and the whole keynote, it's, I can get emotional just like if I went back and watched it because everybody was so freaking excited about mm-hmm. what was happening. Like, yeah. This was like the turn of the tide, the the beginning of an era of like smart devices, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, 2007. It launched in the summer, July, I think, um, of that year. And, yeah. The, it was a whole, like, display. They had, like, a camera on his hands holding the phone mm-hmm. while he was talking about it and how he would like swipe to unlock it. I don't know if you remember swiping to unlock an iPhone. Yes. Um, like swipe to unlock it and like, and, and like you open up the iPod here and here's, you know, here's all my music and how are we going to browse it? <laughs> like sliding his <laughs> finger up the, it was like, it's just a swipe of the finger, but it sounds funny. But yeah. then that was, yeah. What? Because yeah. the all the iPods that they had at that time were uh, they had the click wheels. The circle. Yeah. yeah the click wheels they called it. Um and that was I mean, that was cool enough. Yeah. As it was, but um 
And then, like, they demonstrated getting a phone call, and you, like, swipe to answer. Yes. <laughs> um, and it was just, everybody was freaking out. Wow. Um, because, I mean, it was, it was insane. Yeah. Back then. It was revolutionary. It was revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, yeah. And now they almost rule the world. They almost rule the world. I don't know if you guys can hear this or not, but the cat is asleep. The cat is snoring in the background. And he is snoring pretty loud. Mm-hmm. He's in his little bed over here. Probably can't hear it. I'm picking up on these microphones, but... Yeah. Anyway, so that's this week's sectoid. Okay, interesting. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. Apple started the iPhone, they're the, the smartphone craze. And it wasn't too too long after that that... um. Some of the, like, the first Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy came out mm. and all that stuff. And then, you know, capacitive touchscreens and that type of idea of a, as if a smartphone was just everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2007. Which is wow. what? <clears throat> so January 9th they announced it. So they announced it how many Which, years ago? Thir- I can't count. 13, 14. I was going to say, 16, like, 29 so, years after they, 29, wait. So just over 16 years ago. Yes, but hold on, we're doing two di- two separate maps. Oh, okay, sorry. Hold on. So, almost, wait, hold on, my brain. 76, okay, so 30, almost, probably 31 years after the foundation of Apple. Does that make sense? The founding, the foundation. founding of Apple. <laughs> I was going to go with it. <laughs> so 31 years after the founding of Apple, mm-hmm. they finally released this revolutionary cell phone. Mm-hmm. And look where they've come. Oh my gosh, what? 13? Yeah, 13. 13 years ago. They announced, they announced it in the keynote 13 years ago. I don't think that's right. A few days ago. That would be 2020. 16, I'm sorry, 16 years ago. Yeah. Wow, 16 years later. Mm-hmm. Imagine where we're going to be in another 16 years. Yeah, if you think about it, 16 years, oh, that's a long time. It's actually not that long. It's not. It's not that long ago, and how quickly technology evolved. Yeah, like, I was just seven. Mm-hmm. And here we are recording a podcast on... Like one of the most efficient Apple machines yeah. that they've made. With their most recent cell phone, you know, one of their, well, I guess not their most recent, but. The two most recent generation of iPhones. iPhones, their watch, mm-hmm. their, all yeah. of their. There's a lot of Apple tech here. <laughs> yeah, their TVs. Yeah, yeah, we have the <laughs> TV over here, two TVs in the house. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow, that's so crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, imagine where we're going to be in 15 years. Another 31 years, you know, from when the first iPhone came out. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we're missing is like flying cars, which rumors say that they do exist somewhere. Some company has like one that's supposedly like... Mm. operational, but they're Mm -hmm. not legal by any means. Maybe whenever like... We can't have gas cars anymore. Maybe that'll be like the start of when flying cars will be. You think like 
the oil of the world is just going to dissipate. The fuel or whatever. Well, I don't know. But, I mean, like, gas cars are about to, like, be illegal. So maybe... Maybe, like, whenever that happens, maybe that'll be the start of, like, okay, now let's be serious about flying cars if, you know, they're not already serious. I mean, for there to be a flying car, you got to have some serious, like, correct math and (laughs) parts and serious testing. It may not be, like, flying as in, like, like a plane. It could be, like, uh, the first thing I think of is um, iRobot. Um, do you, you, have you seen that movie? I have, but it's been so long. Um, like, it's like, some of them, some of the cars, it was like these balls that they rolled on, like the omnidirectional mm-hmm. kind of thing, or just like hover cars, like just kind of like an Overwatch, mm-hmm. the vehicles, it's just, it's just barely hovering above the ground. Yeah. It's not like taking off like in Star Wars. Thing. Yeah, um, that's, I mean, that's what I think about when they say flying cars. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're gonna go. Yeah, like our chorus line. But that, if you ever watch in those movies, like, how do they know what line to be traveling in? And there's like eight different things on top of each other flying. I know, it's crazy. People are barely, shouldn't have even, let me start that sentence over. Mm. People nowadays shouldn't even have a license to drive a gas car. So I don't want them flying. Flying, flying cars. Uh, okay, <laughs> might as well let everybody have a plane license. No, that's, um, that will, the world will concave in on itself and just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, might as well. I don't know. People don't even know how roundabouts work. That's what it's called, right? Roundabout. Mm, I barely know how they work. Um, see? <laughs> <laughs> And you're intelligent. You're smart. Well, it's just every every single time I come up on a roundabout, I'm just like, wait, <laughs> how do they work again? <laughs> wait, but no, then you're in I it get already. so angry whenever people act like they don't know what to do. I'm like, you literally see me. I'm two inches away from you. Why are you pulling out? Mm. Like, hello. Wait, <laughs> okay, <laughs> hello. I, ooh. Mm. It happened to me recently, which yeah. is why it's you know fresh, I'm, I'm fresh. still it's still fresh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speaking of trauma and fresh feelings, yeah, <laughs> let's change gears to parenthood. How okay? How are you feeling? Let's let's check in on parenthood. Okay. What are, what are your recent parental emotions? My parental emotions. Hashtag parental emotions. Oh. Um. I would say, I don't know. I mean, this week has been really hard, like getting mm-hmm. back into routine from the holidays. Um, man, it's been a, a serious struggle, I would say. Um, so I'm exhausted. And so everything is kind of. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. um, everything is just overwhelming mm-hmm. because I'm so exhausted. Um, Silas 
all week, um, hasn't been sleeping very well. So, you know, we're up at all hours of the night, not wanting to go to bed until after midnight and then up at two, three o'clock in the morning. And then I have to be up at five. So not, you know, running up, running on, you know, two, three hours of sleep. Um, granted I do get to come back home and lay down. Right. Um, but it's still very exhausting. And when I lay down, I lay with him. So I'm not getting like, most of the time, I don't get good quality sleep. Because he's punching me, kicking me, mm-hmm. slapping me, grabbing my face mm-hmm. with his talons. <laughs> All while he's asleep. All while he's asleep. Um, and he's truly my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So it's just it's just a lot, um, but then also <clears throat> working. So okay, so I work a very random schedule. Mm-hmm. So I work um, from seven to eight in the morning, and then I work um, from four to six in the afternoons. So I'm up at five five thirty, and then I'm out of the house by six thirty. <clears throat> and then I leave to go back to work at 3.30. Um, and, but in between all that, I'm somehow finding, somehow getting myself into so many things. And my day can become very exhausting. Um, and honestly, that's how it's been for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very exhausting. I think it's more of like my extrovert personality that like I need to find something to do. Like I don't want to just be at home, mm-hmm. you know, doing nothing mm-hmm. if there if there is something that I can be doing. Yeah. Um, if I can socialize with someone, you know, especially since you're working. Um, so I so that's where it kind of goes south because then I get myself into. 17,000 things and then next thing you know you gotta work yeah and then I'm exhausted come home gotta worry about dinner gotta worry about getting him down getting fed and down yeah and And then then him not getting down and then being up and upset because he's awake but he wants to be tired I mean wants to be asleep and then all while we're trying to do something together before we go to bed yeah because you know we haven't spent time together all day and then, and then we're up at one is, o'clock in the morning. Well, here it is, one o'clock in the morning, and, and we're, we're doing up at it all four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then you're gone. Yep. So, <clears throat> so it is this never-ending. Yeah. <laughs> the hard, the hardest thing about it right now, though, is just him not sleeping when we he needs to be sleeping. Yes. Because then, you know, he'll get up once, maybe twice, before one of us has to get up. And then um, sometimes I'll feed him or do something with him. He gets up and I change him, whatever, before, as I'm easing into work. And then you're coming home from your morning part. Um, And then you guys end up napping. And sometimes he'll sleep until, like, 12. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, where was that chunk in the middle of the night? Yeah. Where was that? Like, dude, seriously? What's going on? (laughs) 
So, yeah, that's frustrating. And I would say and that's probably my most recent frustration right now um, is I'm finally falling asleep and then you decide to start whining. What? Yeah. It, it never fails. Yeah. It's like he knows exactly when our eyes close because boom. <laughs> My poor baby. I love him. I love him. I just need him to sleep mm-hmm. whenever he's supposed to sleep because yeah. we're just tired. Yeah. And I think that's causing my um, personal frustrations to surface mm. because, I mean, you know, I've been open with you about sometimes I just have a wave of I just wish I wasn't a parent right now because yeah. this is really hard. Yeah. And not like, obviously, I don't want him to not exist or him to disappear or whatever because you know, I love yeah. him and the cherish every moment as much as I can and like you know he's a beautiful little soul but it's just times like can he not just go away for a day or two you know can he just like like I want to just I want to sit here and play video games with you or I want want us to watch more than half an episode at a time of a show yeah uh, without having to stop to do something with him you know or if we want to go see a movie or if we want to go on a date or whatever, we don't have to sit there and brainstorm about childcare or have to rely on my parents again mm-hmm. to take care of him. Even though they love him, they will do it at the drop of a hat. But, you know, you don't want to make him do that all the time. Right. Um. Yeah, it just... Or if we have him with us while we're doing something, we have to think about, hey, it's getting late, <laughs> 7 o'clock. We need mm-hmm. to go home and get him to bed. You know, it's just... There's times where, like... <sighs> Can we not just have an adult evening? Yeah. Can we not? Can he somebody just take him home and put him down for us? You know. Mm-hmm. Um. And sometimes, it's a great thing. Hey, we gotta go home and get him to bed. So sorry. Peace <laughs> out. Uh-huh. You know where? Um, I mentioned this to my mom. Talking to my mom the other day, I was like, "Hey, we'll play the baby card. We gotta go. <laughs> Got to go." <laughs> uh uh-huh. Um. And so that's great. That's great. And, you know, if he does have a proper night, at least from 7.38 to 1, you know, sleeping that chunk of time, I mean, yeah, it's really nice because we can take a deep breath and watch a show or spend some time, spend you know, some time spend together, some time together yeah. maybe make an elaborate meal and cook together. Yeah. Um, and that's always really great. Yeah. But, of course, the nights that we want to do something, oh, he's being difficult. <laughs> those are real feelings um, and we're not going to just pretend like they don't exist you know and that we don't think those things I mean there are moments where it's really hard um, and like you said like it doesn't mean that you love him any less right, it right. just means that you know you're just you're so physically and emotionally and mentally tired and drained mm-hmm. that this is a lot right now and I just need a lengthy break. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I mean, it's hard to hear someone else say in words, 
But whenever you think it, you're like, that makes sense. I get it, you know, but, but at this, but at the same time, even though it's kind of hard to hear, it doesn't like, like I said, it doesn't mean that it's not true or that it's invalid or anything like that. I get it. Right. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never thought. I've never wanted him to be gone from me right. for a long period of time. <laughs> but there are some moments where I'm like, well, maybe, you know, like, what would things have, what would it have looked like if we did wait a little mm-hmm. longer? Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I've ever said, I wish we waited longer. I'm yeah, not saying said- that I haven't, but I don't think I have. I don't think you've said it, but I think you've like danced around the idea. Yeah. Before. But that like was Like I said, like I said I think I do think yeah. you know what would it be like? What would our lives look like right now if we did wait mm-hmm. a little while longer? Um Well, I don't think it would be Silas. I have said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it would be Silas. It wouldn't, you know, I you know, I definitely you know believe that everything is in God's timing mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah, and I'm like I said it's not it's just lengthy breaks. I just there's time that's a good that's a good um term to put on or label to put on it. Yeah. Not don't want him to go away forever or anything like that. Yeah. Just a lengthy break. In my head be two or three days. Two or three days. <laughs> just to I wanna do this, I wanna do that, I wanna have a couple nights of good sleep. Mm-hmm. In a row. Yeah. And then it's it's almost like well, think about it. It's like um, we have, you know, two days of the weekend to be off from you know, a typical full-time job. I mean, you're powering through and you're tired and exhausted and then you're done the Friday. You can breathe. You can do your own thing. You can sleep in on a Saturday or a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, have some time to yourself, All you know, whatever, before you have to go back on Monday. That's kind of, I think that's probably what I'm feeling yeah, you um, just need a weekend. You need a weekend, <laughs> and that's a and that's a lot, you know, to put on someone else. I would have to take care of our child, um, but you know, it's just honest emotions because it's it exhausting. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what we want this channel to be is yeah. real, you know, realistic feelings and emotions, and yeah, we know, talked, and that's one of them. Yeah, we talked about one of these episodes being like things people or no one talks about. Mm-hmm. With parenthood, and I think real emotions is the thing. Yeah, because people say like, "There's I've I've heard two ends of the spectrum." I feel like okay about parenthood before. Well, before we got into it, like during pregnancy, and then like coming coming out of pregnancy with having the kid, and people were like, "How's parent? You know, what's parent life mm. like? Whatever." Um, I feel like I've heard. Two ends of the spectrum. One, you know, when you, you know, when he looks you in the eyes, it's just a magical thing that you'll never experience anywhere else. Or mm-hmm. you don't you just feel the joys of him growing and learning from mom and dad, whatever, you know, these beautiful moments which happen. Yeah. Which are there. Because when he, <laughs> I was making light of it this morning whenever he was eating and just staring into my soul <laughs> and but it was precious yeah just looking at it and you know he's looking at you and whatever and it's cute um but then i would hear things of like 
you know, like you would say you're tired, but you know, it's just exhausting. And then someone would say, well, just you wait, because it's not oh. like you're going to get sleep after mm-hmm. or whenever they come. Um, or um, you would hear, it was like, oh, just wait till they turn two or wait. You know, the sleep regression is going to come. It's going to be awful, but you'll, you know, you'll get over it. Or like, will we? <laughs> <laughs> um, or like, well, your parents now you're never not going to be tired. It's just just different stuff like that. And you're yeah. like, oh my god. I'm like, since when <laughs> did we get comfortable telling people pretty much that parenthood is like I don't I don't even know what word you would use to sum it up the. Other people's opinion about your life. <laughs> it was it was like parenthood has its beautiful moments, but it's awful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. When did we get comfortable telling people, telling people that? Yeah. Especially pregnant people. I'm sorry, but do you, usually the people that say this stuff are parents themselves. So you, as a mother, do you not remember how you were whenever you were pregnant? How emotional you were, how, you know, connected you were with your body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you're sitting here telling a woman that is in that stage of her life that her next chapter in life is going to be awful. It's going to be awful for the next however many years that, you know, like, I don't even, when did we, when did that become okay? I don't get it. I'm just like anything in life. It's like saying, "Oh, kiss your freedom goodbye." Whenever mm-hmm. you get married, yep. like yeah, nobody says all the negative stuff about being married. Why is it different? Whenever you're bringing another human yeah, being into the different. world, it is different. The, the way people will just assert their opinion. Yes, about they're always like, "Oh my gosh, you're getting married." It's always great stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the one, and it's not even negative. I think the one thing I heard that wasn't like super cheery and just lovey dovey was, um, marriage is one of the hardest things mm-hmm. that you're gonna do. Stay well, staying married mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things that you're gonna do in life, and. One, it was real advice, but two, like, it wasn't, oh, marriage is awful, but it also wasn't, oh, my gosh, marriage is just blissful and blah, 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 blah. You're going to be so in love and walking on clouds forever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, so I don't get it. Like, why can't we do that with being parents? Mm-hmm. Like, it should be, we should be encouraging other that bringing children into the world is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, our world is crazy and it's getting crazier by the hour. Um, but, uh, but children truly are a blessing. And I, I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was one of the things like, um, what did we say we were gonna call it? Things that no, the things that nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So the the true emotional, you know, feelings mm-hmm. that we have. Um, and they can be different every day. 
every week. Yes. You have a different emotion. Every hour. Every, every hour. 5, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also trying to navigate through people's opinions um, of your parenting style, mm-hmm. your choices, you know, like people having their opinions about baby led weaning or breastfeeding or, you know, discipline or like there, there's a list that you could go down of people wanting to put their insert their opinions into your life and your um, choices mm-hmm. on how you want to raise your children. And so there's navigating through that. Nobody talks about that, honestly. I mean, I just feel like there's so many things that nobody really talks about. They all talk about the negative things, but we don't talk about, like, the things that are actually important. I feel like there's something I remember learning about in psychology, but it was something about the hard emotion or the the negative experiences and emotions or trauma. Mm-hmm. Let me go that extensive. Um, are the loudest memories. Mm-hmm. So that is where you pull your opinion from. Yeah. Like for and advice, ex- apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and advice. Um, because like that's just the most that's the strongest thing I remember and I feel. Yeah. So this is my opinion on that. Yeah. I and, remember this thing the most, so that means this is what you're gonna remember the most. So mm-hmm. let me prepare you in advance. Yeah. And but they don't realize what that does to you. Yeah. Um, there's there's an example of this in the in the tech world. Um, there's this on you know, ongoing fanboy war between like iPhones and Androids or mm-hmm. um different brands of computers, um, consoles, you know, PlayStation versus Xbox versus playing you know, PC. Um a lot of things that you'll hear is they had a really bad experience with one of these products or from one of these companies, so they'll never do it again. <laughs> yes. People will say, like, yeah. I had I could never get my iPhone to work, or um, it stopped working after a week of having it, so I'm never doing Apple again. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably, like, one defective product, which yeah. happens in any company. Right. That you just happen to get a bad egg. That doesn't mean... That when they replace it for you, because they will, right? That that is going to be the same thing, or the whole company yeah. makes a product that stops working after a week after you spend a bunch of money. Right? That's not. But I mean, that goes for and people say like, I tried using the Android and this and this and this, and I lost a picture, so I'm never using Android. I again. lost a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you hear stories like yes, that. yes, um, and that can in a in a way that can translate into something like marriage or. Pregnancy or raising kids or getting a dog, or getting a cat, whatever. Yes. It, People are like, well, they do this and this and this, so just you get ready. Yeah. Mine, what it reminds me of is like one of my biggest pet peeves is food and restaurants. When people do that with food and restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like oh, they yeah. had this bad experience at this restaurant, mm-hmm. so they're never going to go again. I don't like that. Or trying, okay. Mostly, it's usually a kid thing, but I know adults that do this too, mm-hmm. and it is, I can understand a kid doing it, but when an adult says this to me, it literally sends these creepy crawlies up my back, <laughs> because it annoys me so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, 
maybe it's just cringy or just irritated. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but when I hear an adult say, oh, I don't like that. Or, um, or I don't want to try that or whatever. I'm like, you're supposed to be an adult. <laughs> like, I understand if, you know, if you had something a couple of times and you're like, no, I really like I've tried that and I really don't like it. Yeah. I understand that. That's one thing. But if you've never tried it and you don't like the way it looks or you don't like the way it smells or which I'm not going to say that I've never done that. Mm-hmm. OK, right. but just because I don't like the way something looks or smells doesn't mean that I won't try it. I mean, unless it's just something crazy. Awful, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm that way with olives. I've tried. Ugh, I love olives. You love olives. I've tried multiple times in different stages of my life. I don't like them. But that's okay because you really did put in an effort yeah. to try and like them. Both like olives and green olives. I've tried. Well, I don't know why I want to like them, but I just don't. <laughs> I think I think it's because first I think. Well, I think it was I watched a James Bond movie one time, mm. and he had. It might have been James Bond movie, or it could have been Mr. and Mrs. Smith when I first saw that movie. Mm. Um, but they were drinking a martini that had the olive. I think yes. it was a martini with the olive in it. Uh, some drink, I, I don't th- know. I think, I think it's a martini that has a, the little toothpick with the olive on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that looks great. And I want to experience that. And mm-hmm. I want to eat the olive off of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember, I don't know, some homeschool thing or a potluck or something in church. I don't know. They had olives there and I would try one. I'm like, <laughs> I like, it just did not like the taste at all. I tried a green one one time. I don't know what it is. <laughs> don't like it. Um, so now if it's especially like Supreme pizzas or something like that, olives on it, mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. Okay. But have you tried the Supreme pizza with the olive? Like, have you tried the olive in things or just by themselves. Yeah, I've tried. I've had all of all of in things like um, on the little pinwheel. Yeah. Sandwiches like olives, like just black olives are usually in that. That's mm-hmm. that's fine. That's great. Um, there's olive olives in um some Italian dishes at restaurants and stuff like that. Like I'll eat them in there, mm-hmm. yeah, but if it's a strong olive taste, like on Supreme Pizza, and I have like big chunks of olive mm-hmm. on it, and I can't. But Supreme Pizza in general is just not. It has a specific flavor. I think I I think, I was traumatized with this, <laughs> traumatized. <laughs> um, trying to eat Supreme Pizza or my mom making me eat Supreme Pizza because of vegetables, um, from Mazio's way back in the day, mm. and it just had this specific combination. Like the combination of things on the pizza had gave it this specific flavor. I did not like. I don't know what it was, and now every time I, the supreme pieces could be different for all I know, but I taste it. And I'm just like, this is what it tastes like, and I think I'm masking myself <laughs> to like. It doesn't matter what it is, where it's from. It tastes the exact same. Oh my gosh, we should do like a like a blindfold, you. a blind test, yeah. Yes, and have you taste it? Or you could taste, or we could do like um. Tasting pizzas from different restaurants, even yes. tell what restaurant comes from. Yes. We're not talking about parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Okay, we're so we're talking. I think it's because I think it's because we just need to have like an adult conversation. <laughs> <laughs> is this adult? 
It's not. <laughs> I was going to say it's not Goo Goo Gaga. Goo Goo Gaga. <laughs> oh my gosh. He doesn't even say that. He just says Dada. 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 So Which anyway, so cute. we're tying this all back into people having a negative experience with something. That's what they base a lot of their opinion off of. Yes. And then, so people do that with parenthood. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like, just wait until, just wait until this. It's yeah. going to be awful. Yeah. Like, if you're going to say wait until, let it be something positive. Yeah. Wait until they take their first step. Yeah, wait until they smile. Wait, yeah. wait until they laugh for the first time. Wait until they belly laugh, because that's different from the little giggle, mm. you know. <clears throat> they um, now that you mentioned that, I'm reminded of um, once upon a time, how um, Snow White was talking about like they missed it with mm-hmm. Emma the first time because they had to send her off and you know for her to save the world and all that. But y'all, y'all need to watch the show. <laughs> it's so good. It's on Disney Plus. Um, but, you know, she was talking to Charming about how, like, they want to have another kid because we missed out on the first one about not being able to see their first smile, their first laugh, their first step, mm-hmm. all the positive things about it. Yeah. Um, so I was like, it's refreshing. I was like, look at all those positive milestones and things they can have. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to talk about the really hard and negative things that you feel yeah. and experience. Um, but that's not the only part of yeah. raising a child. Yeah, I think it would be okay. Like, <clears throat> it's definitely important to be realistic about that there are hard moments. Yeah. You know, but it would be different if people included the good moments mm-hmm. along with telling them about the bad moments too. Right. Or... You know, don't want to push anybody outside of their comfort zone. But you can say, hey, it can be really hard during this time. If you have any questions, you can ask me. If there's any way I can help, let me know. But you will get through it. Yeah. I mean, hey, that just makes you feel more warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Instead of, oh gosh, what about when they do turn to? That person said it was awful. Like, I don't know if I want to do this. I know. Like... I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and still, then it just starts them off like, you know, the parent is just being started off on a bad note. Right. You know, so ah, it's just not very encouraging. And I hate hearing it. Yeah. I really hate it. It's kind of um, ties into that post that I made on Facebook the other day. I'm sharing that picture talking about a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, cause if you constantly tell a person this is going to be bad and negative and hard, then that's what they're going to think about whenever they come across the situation, which is going to make it really bad, negative and hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because if that's all they can think about and project onto whatever they're walking into or approaching, that's what's going to happen. That's yeah. what you're expecting. That's what you're trying to prepare yourself for. And so that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so, instilling fear into somebody about something is not helping anybody. Yeah. Especially when it comes to being parents. Because, like, our job is to raise humans. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, like, we're raising the next generation of people that are going to be running our businesses. That are going to be mm-hmm. 
you know, doing these things, leading the world. And if we're having a bad outlook on it, what's going to happen to them? They're also going to have a bad outlook on it, you know? So, I mean, we just have to be mindful about all these things. I mean, it's so easy to just kind of get caught up. And obviously we always want to give advice and we want to just say, you know, from this is my experience, you know, I want to be prepared. Mm -hmm. And those are great things. Not, we're not saying don't do those things. We're just saying, don't forget that these are still people Mm -hmm. that they are going into, um, this new chapter of their lives. They have no idea what they're doing. There is no guide. There is no book, you know, I mean, there are books, but most of them are very misleading Most of them miss out on so much information. There's just so much lack of knowledge and teaching and information out there. And and the information that there is, is spread out across how many, like I don't even know how many things. Like there's not one place that you can go to for every single question that you have about parenthood. Um, and it's, it's just wild. So why make it even harder? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just important to be able to think about those things and the impact that it has on that parent, you know, before they even enter into that chapter, whatever chapter of parenthood it is. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just important to be mindful of that, you know, because imagine you were about to get this new position at work and the person that has had that position already or is in that position says, congratulations, but it's going to be long hours, little pay and you know, like all this negative stuff. Are you still going to want that job? No. <laughs> you know, are you, you going to have lost a- me at long hours and little pay? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like it's just not, it's not appealing. It's not, you know, positive. However helpful we think we're being most often, more often than not, it's actually not as helpful as you think it is. So I think that's going to be all for today, guys. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was so nice to be able to just let it out. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> We did get through a couple of things uh, today, but it was nice to just be able to talk with you guys. Yeah. It's important. I think every now and then we'll do these little check-in episodes. How are we feeling? Yeah. Because, I mean, technically we're parents, right? Technically, I guess. (laughs) Technically. (laughs) Technically.